And I, I did that nonstop. Watch as much as you can and, and have an opinion about it. Because really the job is mostly about having an opinion. As I always say, that we're not being paid in the writer's room to, be, to type. You're paid for your opinion. That is the voice of actor Jason Sudeikis, and most of you might know him like I do from Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh, he is so funny in that show and so throughout this podcast we're gonna have jake and also maritza throw in some of the funnier clips from ted lasso do you believe in ghosts ted i do but more importantly i think they need to believe in themselves without further ado this is the super you podcast thank you so much for tuning in i am your host eric quaman most of you know me as equal man and we're gonna get seven insights from jason sudeikis if that's a joke i love it if not, I cannot wait to unpack that with you. I want to give a big thanks to you, Jason, for giving us these insights today. The first and foremost is there's really no overnight success in Hollywood. What's your advice for sticking with it, both inside and outside of Hollywood? For most of our listeners, we're not actors, we're not actresses, but I think it applies. Like, How do you stick with it when times are tough? It reminds me of, of my high school girlfriend breaking up with me, and you hear the platitude of, there's, there's, Jason, there's more fish, plenty of fish out there in the sea. That phrase is not specific to uh, romantic relationships or high school. Uh, I, I think that in, in this day and age, that's that's across the board, whether it's you know a company or even a, a certain trade. Like There's a lot of opportunities out there to you know self-start things to pair up with someone you know like-minded you got to lean into it a little bit and find it and not not wait for it to to come to you friends family loved ones it's hard hard i mean it's hard in life in general really about for me like letting the sun allowing the sun to shine on your face and that can literally mean getting out of bed leaving the apartment i mean when i lived here in las vegas uh you know the sun was always out uh but there are moments where yeah where anxiety of the future or a depression of the uh of the present could really just take the wind out from from you and, and your legs out from underneath you luckily i had you know this this medicine that was showbiz that could be like you know the show must go on and i had to you know be at you know at the at the theater at, at you know, 7.30 for an 8 o'clock show, so I had to do it. And then again, being around like that energy of an audience laughing with you or times at you and the friends making you laugh can really, you know, you know, make your frown turn upside down, as they say. But not being afraid to ask for help, too. I'd hate to see you and Michelle Obama arm wrestle, but I wouldn't be able to take my eyes off it either. Now, a large part of your success is due to being very good with people. What's your advice on dealing with people, being good, a good people person, so to speak? There's two like quotes that come to mind. One, I'm gonna get them both a little bit wrong. They were said by smarter people than I. Like Mark Twain quote of like every man and woman's life is either is a tragedy, a comedy, and a drama. Like just the acceptance of that. And yeah. then and then a fellow that, that I worked with at Thirty Rock, that was a director there. Uh, he, he used to always say, everybody's fighting their own battle. And so you don't really know if you're dealing with someone's true character, or intuition, or maybe you're dealing with their baggage. And their baggage could be like they just got a rough text from a, a spouse or you know a kid or yeah. a 
or a, a parent or something. You never know what someone's dealing with. And so if you have the opportunity to get to know people, like to get to know them a little bit and their highs and lows and their ups and downs and left and rights, then and see beyond just you know whatever the what they're presenting on social media or in real life, like then you can usually end up empathizing with them in a way that makes them a little less frustrating, but then you can Ultimately, you can then have a breakthrough, hopefully together. If you're, if you, you know, if you, if you try to get human with each yeah. other, try to get present. Come on, Sam was more open than the jar of peanut butter on my kitchen counter. Yeah. Uh oh, that's right. Y'all don't know I like to keep the peanut butter open. That way, whenever I walk by, I can just stick my finger in. Now you can't believe everything that's on the internet, but you say that one plus one can equal three. Can you explain that? There's value in people that say that are that say no, but or it's nice to have one of those people in the room to be like, you know, wait, The Simpsons did that, you know, yeah. in the comedy rooms, or be like, isn't that too similar to this, or or does it make sense, like sort of a logic cop? I I, I have a tendency to wear that hat and things that I do on occasion, um, just trying to make sense of of the choices that we're making dramatically or comedically. But then you. For the most part, you need people just to run this crazy idea, whatever it is, this crazy product, this crazy you know, product name, whatever it is, just run it up the flagpole and see what happens. And if everybody, you know, yes ands it, you'd be amazed at how far, how far up that thing can go. It's, I mean, I've seen it happen many, many times. There is a true opportunity for some new math when you're working in that mind space that one plus one can equal three. And there's like a little bit of magic and a little bit of love that can come out of the group mind. I mean, because there's timelines, there's deadlines, budgets, there's plenty of rules set in there to, to you know, play within. You know, every sport has, has its set of rules and its boundaries and you have to do that. And yet, amazing things happen within those boundaries. So boundaries are good. I think the blank page is extremely, extremely uh, daunting as, as much as it is liberating. Having these structures and this, this, you know, especially even a history of the way things are t typically done or the way things are typically sold or spoken about, if you can just, you know, shift a paradigm a little bit within yourself and then within your own, you know, circle. You know who you remind me of right now? No, who? One of them robot vacuums. Just kind of wandering around looking for dirt. Roomba. That's the one. We are both both big fans of basketball. As you might know, I played basketball at Michigan State in college, and I know that basketball has helped you from an improv perspective, but it's helped you in your career. And I'm a huge as a dad. I'm a big fan of organized team sports. And so my girls, I want them to do whatever they want to do, but they're going to have to do one team sport because I think it teaches you so much so much that you use throughout your lifetime. Most of us are not going to play beyond junior high school, beyond high school. But just the learning from the team aspect of playing that team sport, I think is critical for anything that we do in life. So if you don't mind, walk us through how basketball has helped you with improv. Yeah, I, I've only gravitated towards ensemble work. And I think it comes from playing sports growing up, you know. Um, you know, I played basketball it was my big sport, you know, I played it, you know, growing up, high school, college for a little bit until I was like, I'm, what am I doing? I, I, I love something else. And that was, I bridged my world of sports to comedy through, as Brendan mentions, this thing called comedy sports. And so, yeah, ensemble arts is where it's at for me. I, I love having a common goal and, um, you know, the collective mind uh, is, is in the alchemy of, of such a, such an ensemble. Um, I know, I, I know, I never gravitated towards stand-up. I think it's an absolutely, you know, wonderful, you know, medium of, of comedy. Um, I'm sure there's part of me that was scared shitless. You know, I, I preferred to su succeed and, and, and fail like side by side with, with, with someone. Um, 
And because there's always like a level, like I love sketch comedy is probably my favorite because, you know, when you do a live sketch show and I don't mean SNL, I mean like in a theater or something like that, but something like Second City, you know, uh, or Groundlings. I, I just love the, I love the blackout as much as I love when the lights come up because the blackout is, is absolute potential. Like you don't know what's going to come, what the light's going to come up on. It's going to move to a different thing. Now that happens in stand-up, you know, I'm talking about this, then I'm talking about that. Sure. But, um, but something about, this is what they thought it's going to be. Now, improv has that too, inherently by the fact that they're making it up all the time. But, you know, you, you know, great improv is great. You know, you know, good improv is improv and bad improv is, is also kind of great. But like, <laughs> but there's something about putting up and shutting up. Like, this is, what I, this is what I think, this is what I feel, this is what I think is great. We bought this wig, we bought this hat, we bought this jacket, and we're going to play this guy. And we think this is funny, do you. Or yes, great, you know, blackout, next one. All right. And I think if you lead from that place, I mean, I got, well, you know, Brendan, you know, between Boom Chicago, that's a great place. Any repetitions of, of finding that group of people and finding, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's the building, you know, like I got blessed by the group that I got to work with at SNL. Like, you know, there, we showed up and there were already pros there behind the scenes. And then there were pros already in front of the camera, you know, Polar and Tina, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Then, then you have, you know, the people that come in and it's like, yeah, you can, I mean, that's the, that's the pro leagues of it. Cause I mean, every single person from the set designer to the wardrobes, to the hair and makeup, you know, guys and gals, like it, they're all remarkable and they've all done it. And so they're just a fine oiled machine. Take it for granted as I think as viewers, you know, you're just, um, but I, um, but, but then when you're in your small, like collective of your group, then you do find those people that you, that you ping pong with even more naturally. And I always say that it feels like, and you can meet anyone, they could be any age, any gender, any race, any, any orientation, does not matter, but you get that sense that like, oh, we would have had fun as eight-year-olds on a playground. Passion's all about confidence. You know, if I didn't have any confidence, I never would have worn pajamas to my prom and ended up in jail the rest of that night, but you don't want to hear that story, so I ain't going to tell it. And then how do you bridge that gap? I mean, you're a big basketball guy, it's what you're into. How do you bridge that gap and leap into comedy? Because a lot of us out there, you'll talk to so many people and they go, yeah, I have a philosophy degree in ancient Japanese basket weaving. I'm like, what do you do today? Oh, I sell enterprise software. And so there's always these leaps uh, that we make. Our journeys are so fast. And I love just talking to people just because the journey's never really a straight line. So if you don't mind, walk us through how you made that leap from basketball to comedy. I've always been so lucky to be surrounded by funny people, like my, my own family, but then my friends growing up, Terry Maher, Ryan Landry, like Brett Becker, who I used to make videos with, like just the funniest guys. Like I've watched videos that I made back then and they blow me out of the water. Like, I mean, I'm just like any, any like proclivity or, or uh, like instinct I have to be a straight man is from being friends with these guys and just letting them go and just sort of like setting them up. Like they're just so clever, such clever young men, like their brains just were just rapid fire. And, and I just, uh, would just laugh a lot and trying to make them laugh. And you just sort of like iron sharpening iron. I, yeah, just, I truly believe that in the back of my head, they exist and trying to make them laugh or the version of them that they are in my head. And I'm still friendly with all of them. I still see them whenever I go back to Kansas, uh, Ryan and Terry specifically. Like if, if I'm doing something that I'm, that, is made, that would make them laugh, then I feel like I'm being, uh, you know, my, I've acquired people along the way. Certainly, you know, McNapier in Chicago, Lauren Michaels, Will Forte, you know, Kristen Wiig, you know, Olivia, my sisters. I've acquired all, you know, I have a Greek chorus in my head that, 
that I sort of respond to, um, myself being, you know, a version of myself being in there as sure, well. Sure, sure. All these philosophies about following the follower uh, in improvisation, that matched up perfectly with basketball. For me, my, the metaphor, the, the mayhem, the madness that is an, an ethereal art form, an invisible art form where you're making things up on the spot, it helped having these sort of tenants that I knew from, you know, a sport, again, that you could work on as an individual. I could read all about improvisation. I could, you know, increase my reference level and, and take in all this information, work on stuff alone. But at the end of the day, how I interact and how I buy with you in the scene and how we pass the ball back and forth. And when you're hot, feed you. And when I'm hot, know when I got to take it. It was all mapped from my all these years playing basketball. How worried are you about the threat of relegation? Well, Lloyd, right now I'm mostly concerned with the definition of relegation. One of the biggest things we stress uh, at the show here at Super U Podcast, which you may or may not know, is about controlling what you can control. And that's why all of us are such big fans from Jake to Maritza to Kelsey of the Ted Lasso and the character himself because there's some bad things that happen to Ted and it's just the way that he controls what he can control. He takes it in. He might not be happy about it, but then he inverts it and he does something about it. He takes a positive action. He takes that lemon and turns it into lemonade. So do you mind walking us through that part of Ted Lasso's character? Yeah. How do you handle rejection for something you really want without becoming? Know that there's always something else too. Just because you want that thing doesn't mean you deserve it. Doesn't mean it, 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 it belongs to you. You know, I really, really want this. It's like, I really, really don't give a shit. Like, I've really, really wanted stuff too, and it doesn't work out. It's how you respond to that. That's another theme of the show. It's like, there is evil in the world. There are, th there are losses in the world. How do you respond to that? You know, you know, the president does something silly. Are you going to spend your whole day, like, tweeting about it? Or are you going to go make something? You know, you're going to go help someone. You know, like, how are you going to respond to it? What's the proactive move? And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to just build up that callus and just and just keep keep trucking. Go to a soup kitchen. You know what I mean? Feel like y'all are about to do some improv comedy, or tell me that you're dating each other. Neither one's cool with me, because your suggestion is ally. Now you've arguably been a part of some of the best art that's been produced these last ten years, and art's taken a huge hit in terms of Broadway being closed during the pandemic. Just it's it's taken a big hit in recent years, uh, but. If you can walk me through, obviously you biased opinion, but just walk me through the importance of art in this digital, in this modern world. Heck, we're very, obviously what I write about is digital, but I always say I'm more Flintstone than Jetson. So if you don't mind walking us through the importance of arts and entertainment. I mean, it's a weird thing, weird advice to give at this time. It breaks my heart that like people aren't doing improv classes, you know, like, I really believe, you know, I, I joke around, but I mean it. Fund the arts. Don't give it all to the Sacklers. Like, also go see shows. That's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. Go, like, like, I am a product of, like, my mom taking me to see shows. When I, when I moved to Chicago, when you get to intern at IO or Rest in Peace or, or Second City, you know, you get to go see shows for free. And I, I did that nonstop. Watch as much as you can and and have an opinion about it because really the job is mostly about having an opinion as i always say that we're not being paid in the writer's room to be to type you're paid for your opinion like what do you think about the world what do you think is funny what do you think is sad what do you think about good people how should you respond to this situation and if you don't offer your opinion then you are not making you are not making a living you are taking up space 
So it's kind of, it's like, it's like, so that, that's, that's two things. Have an opinion. Don't, now don't feel you got to pontificate and you don't, you know, um, but, but have an opinion about it, I think is, 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 is an important thing. Um, and that's something, I don't know. I think my younger self did always have an opinion. Unfortunately, having an opinion looks better when you're 45 than when you're like 25. Gosh, darn it. I love Ted Lasso so much. The last episode was, was pretty bad, but other than that, I've got to be honest, but I mean, that always put a smile on my face. It was a great break from some of the tough stuff that we deal with. And so my hope is my hope is Jason, that they somehow figure out at some point season three, heck, Top Gun, they came back 36 years later, and that was epic. That movie's fantastic, and definitely check out our Super U podcast with Tom Cruise. Also, we've got some videos out there. I was fortunate to go up in an F-16, so when you see Cruise breathing like that, um, that is actually fact. That's what happens to you because of the G-forces. If you're at 5G, I weigh roughly, arguably, just make the math easy, 200 pounds. So 5G is five times 200. So that means my head, it's about a thousand pound weight. So for me to move my head off the back of that seat that I'm sitting on the airplane, that's a thousand pounds to just be able to move your head. And so that's what I love a lot about the new Top Gun. It's actually everything shot old school. There's not an overuse of special effects. They're actually filming these actors and actresses within the cockpit itself as that F-18 is flying. So anyways, go ahead and check out that Super U podcast episode. It's with Tom Cruise. Or check out some of the behind the scenes videos with the, the Thunderbirds, the fighting Thunderbirds. Wow. What a, what a, what a bucket list item for me. I know it's probably the only time I have the chance to go up in a fighter pilot. So I was glad that A, didn't get sick and B, came close to blacking out, but didn't black out. But again, thank you for joining us for today's Super U podcast. Big shout out to Maritza, Jake, and Kelsey Gomez, who threw in all those funny clips from Ted Lasso. And until next time, remember... This podcast is all around making sure that we unlock and unleash the inner superpower that's within all of us. We're all superheroes. We just need that that courage. We just need that courage to wear the cape. So until next time, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, not what we take from the world. It is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Hey.